0: Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon. Well, I don't, but okay. Hi, Brad. Laws are made the- to be broken. <laughs> That's true. They were. Um. Okay. Are you done? I did not know that. I guess not. You and your shenanigans. Um. Brad, stop it. They don't have dog catchers in the government. They don't. Anyway, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning. Today is the 20th of October.
1: I got a new job, by the way.
0: What is that? Driving me
1: nuts
0: <laughs> Is that like a perk?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> a pirate walks into a bar. Okay. Uh
0: huh.
1: And he comes up to the bar and he sits up at one of the stools of the bar and he says he says Arr give me some whiskey. And the bartender pours him a shot of whiskey. And the bartender says, sir, are you a pirate? are yes, I am. And the pirate and the bartender says, um, you know, I don't know if anybody's ever told you, but you have a steering wheel that looks like it's coming out of your belly button. He says, arr, that's correct. And the bartender goes, okay, it's sort of weird. You're a pirate and you have a steering wheel that's, coming out of your belly button. Can you explain that? He says, Arr, it's driving me nuts.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Someone's feeling frisky today at 6.16 in the morning.
1: No, 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 no. No. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: That was pretty funny, actually.
1: I have a new job and i'm going to unfortunately i have to send my my new employer a tape of me practicing what i'm supposed to be doing and unfortunately i have to practice on you why me no i have to practice on you so i i hope you don't mind as the morning goes on i will i'm going to have to practice on you and then i have to submit this you know, tape to, uh, these important people and they're going to, well, I mean, let me put it this way. I'm 80% got the new job. They just want to hear me in action. So, um, you know, once I give them my tape and as soon as I get off the air, I'm supposed to shoot it to them and they're on East coast time. So, you know, i mean, I have to have them do them by, by 10, their time, nine, our time. So as soon as I get off the air,
0: Is BS in the morning going nationwide?
1: No, I I, I hate to tell you this, but this is just going to be BS minus S. This is just going to be B who's going to be working this new job. Yeah, try that. Right. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next hour. Okay. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Just try that.
1: Also, we have a special uh, Zoom session this morning. We're going to have a special Zoom session. We're going to have an interview. Interesting guy's got a new book out uh, that's, uh, you know, all about donald trump and we're going to have him on with zoom and that's going to be in the seven o'clock hour jeffrey Tubin's going to be with us so that should be interesting
0: excuse me so am i going to be on the zoom call too
1: oh he, he specifically wants you on the zoom call
0: no he doesn't stop it
1: <laughs> oh he does yes he wants, he wants no. you. you don't know what i'm talking about do you <laughs> i have no clue <laughs> okay we're going to take a break here Here's your homework assignment: Google Jeffrey Tubin, and it's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, but the last name is spelled t-o-o-b-i-n Just Google Jeffrey Tubin, and, and he's been around a long time. He's an attorney. You might rec- remember him. His big claim to fame was he was like the the court analyst for the O.J. trial. That's where he sort of first made prominence. You know,
0: every- Everybody got their claim to fame with the OJ trial. <laughs>
1: well, yes, I know the Kardashians and everybody else. So, <laughs> I mean, really? yeah, well, I, you know, yeah. What was it? What was the, the the kid, the guy's name who was the pool boy? What was his name? Hey bro. You know, you know the one who was like who had lived in 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 OJ's pool house? What was his name? Um, oh
0: man. You know
1: <laughs> how soon we forget. And anyway, Google Jeffrey Tope Tubin and like I said, it's going to be exciting cuz and he specifically specifically requested that you be on the Zoom call next time. No,
0: he didn't oh, stop oh, it. Oh yeah, he
1: did. Oh yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, that was the whole thing. Then he said, and he wanted to know if like, you know, you know, once again, he wanted to know if you were going to be able to participate in the Zoom call. He doesn't care as much about the radio interview as he does the Zoom call. So you don't know about this new
0: Kato Kalen. Kato
1: Kalen. There you go. Right, 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 right. And all the other band oh, by the way, my goodness. Another? Are you writing this down?
0: No, I was looking up Jeffrey Tubin.
1: Okay, write down. Here's what we're going to talk about. I saw the coolest two-minute video. You know, me being ADD, I saw the coolest two-minute video yesterday. And okay. it is so well done. And on one hand, it's, I'm going like, yes, I love this. What a great way to essentially relaunch a product. And on the other hand, I'm going like, God, is this sad. Is this sad? And I'll tell you why. Okay, why? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it now. I'm teasing it. You know that's what I do. You know, yeah, I, I know that's like what for do. example, see this hundred dollar bill I'm holding up right now, shall I? Uh huh. It could be yours if you get it within the next five minutes.
0: Right. All I have to do <laughs> is just walk across the hall while we're on the air. Yeah, I'll do that.
1: Okay. Okay. So you get that written down. Something we got Jeffrey Tubin. We got the two minute video. And what else? Oh, oh, and and what I'm what I'm practicing for for my job coming up later this week. Big job pays. I'm I'm telling you, this is going to get me out of debt. I mean, I'm going to be able to I'm, pay off I'm my. I'm
0: actually ignoring you.
1: I'm going to be able to pay off my 62 Studebaker. You know, I mean, you know everything. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, my. I, I'm I'm going to be be able to pay off. My my college loans to the Earl Scheib uh, School of uh, Body Filler, and I mean I'm going to be able to, you know, I'm going to be able to. Essentially, you know, I mean Dave Ramsey is going to be proud of me when I get this big check from what I'm doing later this week. So we'll talk about that, okay?
0: Okay, so basically, uh, are you really having Jeffrey Tubin on? <laughs> Did you? I understand. I I get it now. <laughs> Is
1: this unbelievable or what?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you accidentally do that?
1: I don't know. And not only that, what's I mean, here's what's interesting for me. We'll talk about this later hour. People who already know what's going on. Shelly's in on the joke now, too. But it's like, OK, this guy just wrote a book just trashing Trump, you know, and all of a sudden, and he was he was going to be on a book promotion tour and the whole bit. Well, all of a sudden, let's say his book promotion tour has come to a screeching halt. And the sales of his book will probably go through the roof now because everybody will want one because it'll be a collector's item. You know, because the publisher will probably pull the book off the shelves and not sell it anymore. And he's always been in Trump's face. He's always been a naysayer. And this guy's terrible. <laughs> I can't I can't believe and I even to the point where I looked at it last night I'm thinking to myself, okay, Trump is really being is restraining himself because there's no tweets yet. I'm thinking to myself they're going to be Jeffrey Tubin tweets all day long from the White House but so far I haven't seen anything so in one in one respect i'm 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 disappointed in the Trumpster in the other respect I'm proud of him because he's restrained from doing something that's like it's it's sort of like it would be like. Um, what would be the good analogy? It would be like if uh, you were a new car dealer and you're a sales guy for a new car and it would be like Shelly rolling up at the Lincoln dealer. like She's rolling up to Dave Sinclair Lincoln out there in St. Peter's and the sales guy comes up to her car and says, and says, ma'am, I help you? And Shelly just points at a car right next to her, brand new and goes, I'll take that one, put the paperwork together it would be like dropping it something in somebody's lap. You know what I'm saying? It would be like uh-huh. the paper the you know the the salesman goes, so, "But ma'am, ma'am, don't you want to don't you want to take a look at? Don't you want to look at the interior? No. Don't don't you want to take it for a test drive? No. Here's my car. I'm trading it in. I'll take that one right now. Go do the paperwork. We even have to talk price. I know you'll be fair to me. <laughs> you know, just put together yeah, the paperwork. Right. That's, I'm, that's I'm ready to sign on the dotted line. How much money do you need for down payment? Well, $10,000. i have got it in the trunk. You know, let's move on. You know, <laughs> it would be like the, they, they would have to call the St. Charles County Ambulance District and put the paddles on the sales guy because, you know, he would just be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Boom, 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 heart stops. Boom, he falls over. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: No. <laughs> Okay.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you you, you, you you. could have warned me. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, I got to get ready now. I'm going to be on a Zoom call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you're going to be on the Zoom call. I can't. I, I heard this story yesterday. I'm driving. I'm going to see somebody. I'm going to see a client. And I heard this, and I thought to myself, no, this can't be true. There's no way this happened. This is like, this is like, you know, onion stuff. You know what I mean? Like, is something I would post on my Facebook page off of the onion or the Babylon Bee? You know, it's like, yeah, right. Yeah, this, it does. This didn't happen. There's no way this happened. Well, apparently it did. So anyway, uh, it's 625. Westplex 107.1, Miley Cyrus. You know, I really like that song. First time I heard it, I thought to myself, man, that's a good song. I didn't even know who it was because I didn't recognize her voice because that's her new voice. Remember we talked about that—that that
0: she. I like her new voice. She but, sounds like another person. Well, she sounds—she sounds,
1: she sounds uh, more mature, and she sounds a little. If I said tougher, would that be? Would that be a bad thing to say? Because um, obviously she's sort of a no, tough. No, she
0: was pretty tough before.
1: That's what I'm saying. She's a tough lady, and, and you know what. I have no problem with that. I like that say the truth, you know? I, know. I you know to the point where you know I've heard guys say, "Oh, I had this girl I met and she was telling me what to do." And I said, "No way, Jose." And I'm going like, "No, those are the best ones. What are you talking about, man?" <laughs> the ones that that are like, you know, you know in charge like, "Okay, here's what we're going to do." I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to drive and then we're going to go to my favorite restaurant and I'm going to pay for it. And then we're going to go out and we're going to go to bar and we're going to do some whiskey shots. Most guys would be going, whoa, oh yeah, let's go. Right? Yes. <laughs> that's because we're stupid. That's that's the whole thing. Yes. Women are smart. Men are stupid. Okay. Uh, by the way, go, talk for a minute, which I got I to gotta practice here. Go ahead.
0: You're so funny.
1: Go ahead. Just say something.
0: So i don't know really know what to say i had something really good and i totally forgot it and didn't write it down
1: okay i just had to practice i was turning your mic on and off okay uh okay hope that didn't bother you too much
0: (laughs) okay it's gonna be one of those days isn't it (laughs) yes okay say no more Uh okay
1: first off let us apologize because we made a premature end to our show yesterday because we got yes, we, we got knocked off the air. The transmitter is still on the air, but you know, in the new era, in the old days, like on most radio stations for a long time, if the studio was one place and the transmitter is another place, which is the case for most radio stations nowadays, there's this thing called an STL link, which is a microwave link. That links the two. So in other words, it's like you put a microwave transmit antenna at the studio, and it shoots out this microwave signal. And there's a microwave microwave receive antenna at the transmitter site, and that's how you get the audio on the air. Well, on this station, since we built this from the ground up as a new station a little over two years ago, we're using this newfangled digital stuff, and we have this digital link, which, quite honestly, through you know a year plus, has has totally impressed me. It's it's. Worked very, very well. We've had some issues with some bandwidth, which we cured by, you know, putting on a different uh, uh, internet connection here at the studio. Uh, but it's worked flawlessly. Well, yesterday, uh, Charter Spectrum, where our transmitter's at out there at Bryan and Fizey, had a area-wide internet failure and right in the middle of our last break on the area yesterday, a little bit before 8 o'clock, the internet went down for us and thousands of other charter customers out there in the uh, O'Fallon area, specifically right around Bryan and Fizey Road. And it didn't come back until after 10 o'clock. So we apologize for being off the air.
0: But our streaming was up.
1: Yes. That's our new system. The streaming stays up because the streaming is no longer off air. The streaming is actually off of, well, not to be nerdy, but it's program output of the board so essentially what what's coming through the board uh you know the little console in front of me is what's feeding the stream whereas before it used to be what was on air essentially literally we had a receiver that pulled off the off-air signal and that's what fed the streaming so now if our (laughs) excuse me our transmitter goes off air um we still have the streaming so anyway i apologize for those people and you know what well i won't even say that because i get myself in trouble by saying that
0: yeah, so you probably well, not say that. Well,
1: I gave a heads up to a client that started just yesterday. Of course, we'd have a problem, you know, very first day. I gave a heads up to a client yesterday that one of their commercials got missed because it was scheduled to run at 9.33. And obviously, we we're off the air at 9.33 yesterday morning. And uh, and and what's interesting about this is, I don't know if I told you this part of the story, but um, there's another station on our same tower. Knocked them off for a while, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. You know, it's the the world of, it's the world of internet, the world of crazy weird stuff. And I have to tell you, in my that lifetime, was Brad world. Well, it came from, you know, a little, you know, matter of fact, remember in the old days, remember what Zoom was in the old days? Zoom wasn't a video call. Zoom was like the number one modem. If you were hot stuff, you had a Zoom modem because Zoom made like the best modems.
0: I, I, I. I the same zoom
1: it, no different company but they had the same name oh, okay. i mean they used the name zoom it was a zoom modem if you if you were hot stuff you had a 56k zoom modem with some kind of weird little thing that a special light came on your modem and you dialed it up you know you had all that kind of stuff and yep. and then you know it connected and the thing went silent and then if you had a zoom modem and somebody on the other end had a Zoom modem, a little special light came on that gave you a little bit more speed. And I think it bumped it up to like 64K, you know? And now now we're going like, you know, 64K as opposed to...
0: What is it equivalent to nowadays?
1: Oh, 64K is like most people are using. You know, I mean, like 64K, most people now, if you get bad internet, it's like, you know, 10 meg down and like two meg up that's bad internet nowadays you know that's like oh you know and i had that for a while uh you know i had dsl because the one location we were at for a while uh, i couldn't get anything other than dsl i couldn't get cable and i had just dsl and you know what for just regular stuff or email and stuff like that, it's fine but you try to download a video you try to watch something on youtube and it's just almost impossible You know, it's just like, you know, that's why, see, I told the story before, that's why uh, uh, good old uh, uh, Mark Cuban that's, that's how he made all his money. He, he was in the streaming business, and he, str- yeah. he streamed radio stations. But the problem was, when he was doing this, there was not enough bandwidth. You know, people couldn't listen to radio because it was annoying as hell because of the fact that, you know, you'd hear, like, you know, the song, you'd hear two seconds of the song, and then it would, you know, and then it would be silent for three or four seconds. Then the song would come back, and, you know, that kind of thing, because people didn't have enough bandwidth. Now, he had enough bandwidth on his end because he was using a t1 which back in the day was like oh my god that's like a ferrari now a t1 is like driving a 65 volkswagen beetle you know what i mean it's just like you just you know i mean geez you got at&t i mean like where my son was over in in uh, kansas city excuse me all of a sudden I get these stupid coughs where my son was over in Kansas City Google put in Google Fiber over there in his apartment he had one what do you have one gig (laughs) we had one gig fiber in his apartment in Lenexa because and and you know why Google did that?
0: Um, to compete?
1: no well actually to make the other guys compete they did that on purpose to sort of (coughs) kick the other people in the butt because all of a sudden people were going like hey man I'm, you know, I'm in Lenexa or Overland Park, Kansas. I got one gig fiber at my house, and people are going like, "What? You got one gig fiber at your house?" Matter of fact, there were stories. We're uh, coming
0: over to watch the game. Well, well,
1: I mean, unbelievable stuff on uh, with one gig, you know. And there were stories that I remember reading that people, guys who were doing like internet startup companies, they were renting people's garages in like Overland Park and Lenexa. And putting server racks in these people's garages because they couldn't get that kind of service anywhere else. It was like incredible. So they were just literally calling people up. Hey, could I rent your garage? What do you mean you? I I need to put some equipment in there. I'll pay for all the installation. I need to run some electrical wiring in there, and we just need to make sure we can get Google Fiber in the in your garage. Yeah, that's fine. What do you pay me? Oh, I pay you thousand a month. Twelve thousand a month. Move in. You know. And there were guys setting up server racks in people's garages and over there because you couldn't find that. So, so Google finally came out and admitted what they were up to because all of a sudden they stopped the program. They, they, start, they, didn't, they didn't expand anymore. And they essentially said, we did this to push the cable companies and AT&T and Cox and all the other places around the country uh, to kick them in the butt because of the fact that we made them speed up you know, their service they provided to consumers. And it worked.
0: Yeah, nobody likes to be one up. Well,
1: you know, I mean, and, you know, and people would go like, well, why did Google do that? Well, think about it for a minute because the more, the faster your, your internet is, the more you're going to surf and the better experience you're going to have because, you know, the Google, Google's all about, you know, internet. They want to know what you're doing. They would scan your email. They want to know what you're watching. They want to know if you're watching the Jeffrey Tubin video. You know, they all want to know all that stuff. And it makes it possible for Jeffrey Tubin to have you know Zoom at his place, and he can run two Zoom calls simultaneously. See see what see all the good things it brought about. Speaking
0: by. of Zoom, <laughs> it came out of nowhere, didn't it?
1: It sort of did. And you know and the interesting thing is here you got all these other companies who've been doing it for a long time, like what was it WebEx yeah. or stuff like that, or what was the one? And, and you know even Skype, they, there are stories about Skype going like, hey whoa, what happened? We were like the big Zoom, you know, video place. All of a sudden, nobody's talking about us anymore. It's all Zoom, and you see, yeah. you see court systems using this now. I mean, the Supreme, yes. Supreme Court's using it. It's like, yes. wow, this is crazy. And you're right, it did come out I mean, of nowhere. I mean, wasn't
0: an existing company before?
1: No, it's relatively new. You know, and the guys, you know, another, you know, West Coast multi-billionaire now who's saying that you know Joe Biden's the smartest man in the world, and he's going to give him ten billion dollars to you know become president. You know that kind of stuff. You know how it goes. <gasps>
0: So I'm not even gonna say
1: it.
0: <laughs> six six forty five. That's good.
1: Westplex Let me try that again. Westplex 107.1. Turn the wrong mic I'm still getting used to my new microphone here. Uh anyway, it is six fifty five. I'm Brad Chi Shelling Website uh for the radio station is Westplex1071.com. Our website is BS in the dot show. I told you how many hits that site's getting. It's sort of crazy.
0: What BS on the morning that show?
1: It blows me away how much traffic is on the website. You know, a lot of people and lots of people streaming too. I told you about that. Yeah, lots, lots of people streaming. Lots of people streaming.
0: I actually think that's just cool. Well,
1: I, you know, maybe tomorrow I'll print out the report and I'll give you the countries that they're listening in, which is sort of like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> and, I mean, obviously, do
0: you? Um, I have something against the KGB. No,
1: it's just that once again, it's, it's, you know, I, and you, with our service, we can, we can stop that if we want. I mean, we can say, okay, we only want to stream to, you know, North America, you know, Canada, oh, really? yeah, yeah. Canada, United States and Mexico and people who try to come in from other countries, you know, cause, cause quite honestly, if we're, if, you know, with our advertisers, if someone lives in Finland and you know what? Good old uh, uh, Caleb Hunter and Extreme Electrical is an excellent company, but I don't think anybody from Finland is going to be calling them up to have them come put in a new electric box at their house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. So that's part of the problem is you're sort of paying for that streaming, and it really does you no good for your customers. I mean, for the you know the clients who are on the radio station. Because, you know, I mean, they can hear us say, you know, you make all sorts of good comments and me say stupid stuff. But, you know, but once again... Well, maybe that's why they do was this. Was
0: I supposed to get, um, uh, hold,
1: hold, interrupt you Oh, you mic- said that? I had to turn your mic off a couple times. Or Say that again.
0: I said, was I supposed to interrupt you oh, okay. when you said stuff like that? Like what? Uh, you say a bunch of smart things and I say stupid stuff. No, and I didn't say anything that's true. and I was just wondering if I missed my cue.
1: No, remember my, my philosophy. You know this. You work with me. What What do I think about women?
0: That they're smarter than
1: men. Exactly, and I do. I think that I think women are smarter than men. Men are stupid for because
0: the most part. Because the hand that rocks the cradle uh, rules the hey, world.
1: Look, I, I'm I'm not one of these MCPs. Never have been. Never will be. I mean, you know. I mean, I told you the story about how. How, you know, when when Karen Carroll became my boss at the old KY98, you know, you know the original KSOQ, which turned into KY98, which is now Y98, they took the K off because they took too much kidding about KY jelly. But anyway, and that's true, too. <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It is a true story. And you know how that, you know, you know what? You met him. You know why we were KY98? No. Ron Grubbs was our boss was Lake yeah. Rat? He loved Lake of the Ozarks. And he spent like in, you know, the season, he spent almost every weekend down at Lake of the Ozarks. And the big TV station down at the Lake of the Ozarks uh, was out of Springfield. K-Y-K-Y. KY3. That was, that was the, the TV station. KY3. That's what they called it. KY3. And that was that was the big TV station, and he thought, oh, "I like that KY3." So he decided, you know, they're KY3. It was the number one station in Springfield. We'll be KY 98. and man, right from the get-go. Oh my God, did we take especially the KC freaks, because the KC freaks just hated us. Hey man, are you the jelly station? Things' are pretty slippery over there, at your place, aren't you KY 98, that KY jelly? Yeah, that's all we heard. Dude, God so got dude, old, got old.
0: um. Let me see. So did the stations, were they kind of, you know, there wasn't camaraderie. There was more. um,
1: Back before, back when it was, I mean, you know, the original KSOQ, now Y98, was a standalone station. We only had one station. That's the way it was for most of the stations in the market. Kashi, one station. You know, uh, you know, a matter yeah. of fact, the exception of the rule was Camo X that had Camo X and Camo X FM and Camo X FM turned into KHTR. And to now today it's Clue. But yeah, it was super competitive. I mean, it was like ultra competitive. I mean, you know, like during the ratings, uh, uh, you know, periods like uh, uh, April, May and October, November, there were billboards everywhere. When's the last time you saw a billboard for a radio station? You just don't see it anymore. Last year. Well, who was it?
0: It, you just, but you just don't see it. I mean, I, I, I mean, think it was Y ninety eight. There was a time they must have been feeling pressure from us. When when Frank <laughs> when Frank
1: Opinion was on another station, he was on Kicks one hundred and four. Okay, and <laughs> when they just opened up one seventy, when one seventy was a relatively new highway, and to this day, you can drive it, and and if you were going south on one seventy, there were on the left side there were five billboards in a row, five of them in a row. And the station that Frank Opinion was on, Kicks 104, they bought all five billboards, five of them in a row. So you're driving down 170, you couldn't miss it. And you know, you know, everything. They were identical, five identical billboards, all of them in a row. Okay. Nobody does that anymore. Matter of fact, Dave Glover, a ninety-seven complains on the air the entire time. He just celebrated Friday. Just celebrated his twentieth anniversary. He complained about the fact that that stations never bought a billboard with him, never bought a billboard promoting his show. And one of the listeners who owned a business actually said, "Okay, I'll buy you a billboard." And he did. He bought Dave Glover a billboard. A listener Aww. did. <laughs> I'm going like, we need listeners like that. Where where are our, yeah, our listeners? Yeah, where's our listeners? Where's our listeners? A yeah, we need a listener buys a billboard. We need a listener. To, we've
0: had a billboard before, though. It was a marquee, but it was well. We need it a, was awesome.
1: We need a. We need a. Well, we've been on the billboard on the rotating digital billboard, but
0: yeah, but we were also on the Mid Rivers Mall marquee. Yeah, that's
1: right. We were, but that wasn't. That's not less than necessarily a billboard billboard. You know what I mean? I mean it was, it was cool. It was, it was, it was bigger cool. than oh, what yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah, and Brian Richardson, man, that's when he lost it. He just freaked out over that. Remember?
0: Yes, I remember that, Brad. Thank you for bringing that up, by the way.
1: You're going to dodge that one too, aren't you?
0: <laughs> Maybe just a little bit.
1: What's that old saying? Discretion is the better part of valor. It's 701. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She is Brad. Uh, it is a great morning. It's it is. Tuesday morning. First off, okay, you got a list of things to talk about. Okay, I'm going to tick off a lot of people by saying this, but God, I, I this bothers me. Okay. What? And I know there are people are out there. You know, I mean, I have never, ever, ever wished for anybody's death. Okay, I just. I have not either. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, look, there are people that have really done me wrong in life. Okay, the but same. yet I would never say, "I hope that guy gets killed." I'd like to stab him, you know, till he's dead. I mean, I'd never even think
0: that. I don't either, and you know, even I—I I pretty much like everyone. There's just, a, I mean, literally less than a handful of people that I just don't particularly care for. Like, I don't like them at all. Like, nothing about them.
1: Right. Well. But
0: I would never wish them ill will.
1: The reason I bring this up is I didn't put this on my Facebook page. By sheer chance, I'm driving around yesterday, and if you know me, if you've ever driven with me, my kids used to drive my kids nuts because I'm a button pusher. Because I'm a radio guy, and I'm always checking out what everybody's doing. On an average day, I'll listen, I don't know, eight, nine, ten different radio stations. Sometimes more than that. So I'm punching buttons, and I hit KMOX yesterday, and Rush Limbaugh's on. And he launches into this unbelievable, what I thought, unbelievable thing about updating his health. And essentially, in so many words, he said, you know what? They've tried all these different treatments. Two of them didn't work. Third one really did well. And for a while, it stopped my cancer. And actually, sort of, um, to the point where, remission? It, that's what he said. But then, all of a sudden, bang. And he essentially said, "I'm dead. I'm gone." I mean, I mean, that's not what he said, you know. But he essentially said, yeah. "I'm, I'm now to the point where I, there's no hope for me, and it's, it's over." And it was like, "Whoa," you know. I mean, and he talked about the fact that when he first got this this diagnosis, I guess it was back in January, yeah. that that he his doctor said he would not make it past, I think like. June or July 1st, very aggressive cancer. And he took all these different, you know, treatments and things like that. And you hear him on the air, man, he still sounds strong. You know, I mean, it's unfortunate. You've probably had that. I've had people that have died of terrible diseases and near the end, they just get to the point where their voice just like, you know, it's like a whimper, you know, and it's so sad to hear that. But anyway, but the reason I bring this up, I did not put it on my Facebook page because I know there'd be, Eric Buneman or some butthead that you know follows me on Facebook I, I well he should be he should have died years ago he's a terrible person he should yeah, he people should, would say he that should about burn it. in hell I'm going come on you know I mean I'm tired I just I have no tolerance for that but anyway right. I'll bring that up okay also say something again something okay I'm practicing for my new job Thursday night I've been hired by the debate commission for the presidential debate. I'm the guy that's going to turn the microphones on and off. So I've been practicing no, with you. No, you're not. Oh, I'm the guy. I'm the guy. If,
0: oh no, you're if not. If you read about Stop this yesterday,
1: it. the presidential commission came out and said they're going to have somebody who's going to be in charge of the microphones. And if they if if Trump says something stupid, they're just going to bleep him. You know, they're just going to he, turn his microphone on. And when Joe Biden says something stupid, they're going to turn his microphone up and make it even louder. And
0: it's going to be a complete bleep <laughs> and scream fest.
1: I know. This is you know, <laughs> okay. I had a discussion yesterday with someone who is like a dyed in the wool Biden fan. And when I said this to this particular person, they called me a liar. And I, to the point where I went back and looked it up online. Okay. Here's the story. Joe Biden did a campaign appearance on Saturday and he's not coming out of his basement until Thursday. Why? He's off the campaign trail. He's, he's like, he's like you know, going underground, literally. He's in his basement. He's, he's not, and, and Kamala is, Kamala, whatever it is, uh, is, is she's like, you know, hunkered down because she got exposed to the virus. So, here you have the president and the vice president, and the election is two weeks from today. And, I mean, the candidates for the president and vice president, and they're nowhere to be found. They're not on the campaign trail. They're not making any appearances. And I'm going like, I don't know. There's something wrong with this. You know, and the problem with this is
0: it's always quiet before the storm. No, no,
1: no, no, no. Here's the problem. The problem is this election is not turned into you're voting for someone because you think they're the best. What people are doing is they're voting for someone because they hate the other person. The Trump lovers are voting for Trump, not necessarily because they love Trump, but they hate Joe Biden worse. And the, the Biden voters, obviously, most of them are going like, well, you know, he's not going to last long. I mean, I've actually had friends of mine tell me this. You know, yeah, I don't think he'll be there but a year. But, you know, then we got Kamala. She'll be the new president. You know, and they go on the whole thing. She's going to be the first, uh, you know, African-American, you know, woman president. She's going to be the first, you know, Jamaican president and the first Indian president and the first former prosecutor president. I'm going, OK, whatever. You know, why don't we just flip the, the, the thing and, and make her the presidential candidate and just stop playing well, games? Well, she's
0: actually called it. The, I know she Harris called Biden. it the Harris
1: Biden, and he said that a couple of times too. Yeah, and he like, did. It's like, it's like, so it's like, so, like he's like, and I'm thinking to myself, okay. And here's the thing: let's say you were running for office, and let's say you're running for, um, let's say, it's uh, what I don't think Steve Elman, the county executive, he's not up this year, but I I don't know if he's going to run for re-election or not. Somebody said he's not, but let's say in 2022 he's going to run for re-election and you decide, you know what, I like Steve Elman, but I think I can do things better than Steve, and I've got some new ideas, and you know what, we need a woman. There's never been a woman who's been the St. Charles County Executive. I'm Shelly Barr, and I'm going to run for County Executive. Okay, and no, no, seriously, seriously. And And let's say it got to be a very, 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 contentious race and you know people at first going oh Shelly there's no way in the world she'd ever be elected and sort of exactly. like exactly sort of like a Trump thing and then as we got closer to the election closer to the election it got you know more and more you know people are going like yeah you know what I liked Steve Elman, but boy, this Shelley—I think there's something here. I think she's—I think she's the lady that can really. I mean, you know, St. Charles County's doing all all well already. I think she can take us to the next level. She can mm-hmm. take us to the point you've where
0: you've heard me talk for more than five minutes, right? Well,
1: she can take us. The people be moving out of La and they'll be moving into St. Charles County because you know that's what St. Charles County's turned into. You know, and all of a sudden, you disappear for a week. You say, "Eh, you know what? I got things moving along. I think I'm going to beat Steve." i'm just going to disappear for a week okay what message would that send first off that i
0: wasn't interested well
1: first off it would send the message of like well a you weren't interested b hey man i got this no big deal uh you know hey, it's in the bag you know hey no big deal
0: you know i uh,
1: hey, you know i could i could disappear for a week and still be elected county executive right i just think it's a bad and not that i love or dislike Biden. I just think it's a terrible tactic. But the problem is that the reason they're doing it is because and they'll never admit this, they're afraid of him sticking his foot in his mouth again. You
0: know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, I heard this... So what? So mom is sick and she can't come out and play? So therefore, he is not going to come out either? Well, I heard... He's going to be down there for 14 days because she's got to self-quarantine?
1: Well, I heard heard this interesting guy yesterday on NPR of all places and by the way, if you know... This Jeffrey Tubin story, which I kidded you about last hour. You know who was on the, the this Zoom call with him? these a bunch of the people at WNYC you're probably going like I have no idea what WNYC yeah, is WNYC is like the KWMU the public radio of New York City and they've had all sorts of problems up there with you know these hosts that are making 10 million dollars a year paid for by the taxpayers and you know sexual harassment stuff and they've fired all sorts of people up there but you know once again here's these great public radio stations that you and I pay for with our tax dollars which goes to the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and this is what they do but anyway going back to going, going back to, to, to this thing. Okay. So, so Biden's just gone for like, you know, you know, Sunday, Two weeks, so, well, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, time. and Thursday. Okay. So no, no, he's not, he's not quarantined. He's just not going anywhere. And I got the article and I sent this back to the person that I had this discussion with yesterday. And the response was, well, it's the articles off Fox news. That can't be true. I go, Go look it up. It's all over the place. And I sent the same person article off the New York Post, and they're exactly well, New York Post. That New York Post is a biased paper. They're the ones that claim that Hunter Biden dropped off that laptop. And now why in the world, if it's got pornography on it with him smoking crack and having sex with with hookers, why would he drop it off at at you know at a at a computer shop it to get Mo's, it fixed? Hey,
0: Mo's. Uh...
1: Talk no Mac, talk to talk to anybody who does computer repair and they will always tell you the bizarre stuff they found on people's hard drives. You know what I mean? I mean it's Yeah, that wouldn't surprise
0: me. People are weird.
1: And they don't even think twice about that. You know? I mean like I mean the thing that gets me is is like first off. I don't have the body that anybody would want to see, but I'm always blown away about how many people talk about, oh, yeah, I got a bunch of naked selfies of myself and my cell phone. And I'm going like, you do? I mean, why would you do that? Well, you know, I was in the bathroom and decided I was looking good, and, you know, looking good in the mirror, so I just took that phone and put it up to the mirror, and, man, I got a naked selfie. Boy, I look good. I'm going like, you know... I would probably get out my five-pound sledgehammer and, you know, try to flatten my, 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 my index finger in my left hand before I would take a naked selfie of myself and put it on my cell phone. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever done that? Ooh, there's silence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry. Did you say something? I wasn't paying attention.
1: Yeah, right. Never mind. Okay. So I'm the official microphone turner, honor, and offer for the, uh, and I've been elected that position by the debate commission. So I've got, I I won't be here Friday morning because I'll still be up uh, in the debates on Thursday night.
0: Fair enough. Are they flying you up there? What's that? Are they flying you up there?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got, cool. yeah, I got, so it's I,
0: almost like you're a government worker.
1: Well, it's, it is sort of, I mean, I don't want to say, you know, there's Air Force One that Trump flies around in, and there's Air Force Two that, that, uh, you know, that, the uh, vice president flies around and I'm not trying to say that I'm not that big of a deal, but I'm on Air Force 9,652. So I think that that's like a little bit down the pecking order from Air Force One and Air Force Two. A but little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, the,
0: Oh, it's like a puddle jumper. Is that what you're saying?
1: It's a Cessna 152. You know, it's, 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 that it needs its engine. It, but re- they
0: do include peanuts. Right.
1: It needs its engine rebuilt and, and, <laughs> and, one of the windows is cracked and they told me that it might be a little bit noisy up there because, you know, when, you know, because they're plexiglass windows and when they hit, you know, cruising speed, the window has a tendency to flex in a little bit and the air comes in the cabin and it gets really loud. But anyway, besides that. So I can't believe they're going to do. I think do, you're
0: going to do good.
1: I can't believe they're going to. You've
0: gonna. been turning on and off my microphone for a year. Here, try it again. You've been, you've been turning on my microphone off and on for a year.
1: I'm pretty good at that, don't you think? Yes. So, see, when I get off the air, I got to send this because this is the final thing. I have to send them this tape to let them hear that I can turn that microphone off real quick and turn it back on real quick, and then I've got the job. So I'm the guy that's going to be doing that on the presidential debate on Thursday night. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that's going to go... I'm going
0: to miss you on Friday, but cool nonetheless.
1: That's going to be big in my resume, you know? I mean, like when I f- apply for that job at, uh, you know, the next job that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm talking behind a microphone right now, but you know what my... After after this job, you know what my next job is going to be? Uh, talking behind a microphone?
0: Would you like fries with that? <laughs> How
1: did you guess? <laughs>
0: 722.
1: It is 722. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so about... 750 is what you're saying then yeah okay okay I'll I'll, I'll, hold on Shelly oh yeah okay 750 and and he's gonna call us okay okay and make sure Shelly's on the zoom okay fine okay thanks I was talking to Jeffrey Tubin's people he's calling in at 750 on a zoom call he wants to make sure you're on the zoom call got it (laughs) okay first off I'll start off with the bad I got an email yesterday from your friend and mine, Vicky White, from Salvation Army. Okay. <sighs> this just gets worse. You know, we've been trying to do our best to raise money for Salvation Army for years. Yeah. And uh, we're not having a luncheon next month, which always to me was an exciting time because that was the usually the kickoff of the bell ringing season. And literally the luncheon date was the day that you started to see some of the bell ringers at some of the stores around. Not having that. And then we have the tree lighting ceremony um which comes later and a big event a bunch of high school uh, high school bands some of the high school bands come out and play and some of the grade schools have their choirs come out and it's all a lot of fun and there's you know everybody's feeling good and feeling the christmas spirit
0: and it's either really really cold or just perfect
1: well that's all pretty much been canceled so we're going to have, Aww. we're going to have like a very short ceremony, essentially Mayor Zucker from Darden Prairie is going to be there. And, uh, uh, the Armstrongs, the major Armstrongs from, uh, uh the O'Fallon, um, uh, Salvation Army, uh, center. St. We'll, Charles. No, the Armstrongs are from, um, St. Charles. No, they're O'Fallon.
0: That's not the Armstrongs. Who am I thinking? You were thinking of Major Amy Joe Ferguson. Why, why did I say Armstrong?
1: Why did I, I, I don't say, know. Man, I, I think I, Joe, Joe Biden, can you hear me? Did I make that mistake? Well, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yes, give the man a microphone without a teleprompter, and that's what you get.
1: <laughs> okay. So, anyway, it's going to be like 10 minutes, and that's pretty much going to be it. You know, sort of sad. It was always a great event. You know, and it is. Literally, now,
0: they're still going to have the ringing of the bells, aren't they?
1: Well, I don't... You know, what's interesting is is I've heard various things about that. But yet, over the weekend, when I went into the, one of the Schnook stores, the Knights of Columbus guys were there, um, you know, collecting money and giving away Tootsie Rolls. So, I'm thinking, okay, if the Knights of Columbus guys are there, that means... At least at Schnooks, that means we'll probably be there as well too, ringing bells. So anyway, I got my bell. I haven't rushed it. They need I, to
0: get Salvation should, Army hats. Should I do that it? Say please give generalists general, you know, please give a yeah, lot.
1: Yeah, that that's boy, how are you going to be able to fit all that in a hat? <laughs> On, on the mask no oh uh,
0: absolutely it's, no it'll be But easy.
1: what you said was like you know you please give uh, yeah, uh, no please give generously <laughs>
0: well, that's not what I you can't said pronounce it. you yes.
1: said okay here i'll just do it one time it's my salvation army bill okay uh okay so look just like us and, and next thing i want to talk about is this there are some people i've had this discussion with shelly and i think After yesterday, it's even more apparent. You can divide the country into three groups of people right now. There's one group of the people that, for whatever crazy reason, they are doing so good and their business is going along so well, it's crazy nuts, okay? The other business is like ours where it's in the toilet and we're getting our butts kicked. And the third group is people who are just like, eh, really didn't affect them much. The pandemic, they're just, you know, keep moving along. Okay. Yes. Yesterday, once again, I'm driving around, I'm button pushing and I hear Mark Reardon in the afternoon Cam X say he's got a guest on and he's going to confirm a rumor that he has heard that if you want a swimming pool put in your house an in ground swimming pool, put in your house, it's going to take two years. And I'm going like, you know, right, it's not going to take two years.
0: That doesn't surprise me.
1: So they have this dude on who's from one of the big, you know, pool companies that does the custom in-ground pools. And you'd know his name, but I'm not going to mention his name because of the fact that they'd never do advertising with us. And we'd ask him and they never would. You know, so why should I give him free advertising unless he puts a pool in my backyard? But so they get this guy on the air and Mark Reardon and the guy's getting very evasive. And Mark's going like, okay, well, now, like, let's say, well, you know, you have to consider that it takes us a while to design a pool. And then Mark asked him, this is another interesting question. And he said, I've heard that now most of the pool companies are charging for a salesperson to come out and talk to them. And he said, well, yeah, you have to consider there are a lot of tire kickers out there. And he never really answered the question, but you got the answer that like, yep, if you call up this pool company and you say, hey, we'd like to put in a pool, they essentially say, our salesman will come out after you pay $500. So you got to pay to have the salesman come out. Okay. So then he says, it takes eight to 10 weeks to design the pool. And 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 Mark keeps asking questions and he's like, keeps avoiding it. And finally he says, okay, if... I signed. If you already have the design done, my wife and I signed off on the design. We gave you a deposit check. When will you start construction on our pool? And he said, sometime late second or early third quarter 2022. <laughs> I'm
0: going like, hey, they that's have, about right.
1: They have so much business.
0: Yes, they do. They have business Because booked. people are staying home and want their like, we would have actually used um, a pool company, but we wouldn't have been able to afford them. But we were going to get our pool fixed up. But, but. And there's just nothing to be had.
1: Okay. So, but here's, here's what I find interesting. Let's go what? back 12 years to 2008, 2009. Go back 12, 11 years. Okay. Everybody was broke. Okay. Everybody, nobody had any money. You know, I mean, you know, that was the, you know, the, the cash for clunkers thing and the whole bit and, and, you know, everybody was broke. Okay. Why is it that some people got more money than they know what to do with and other people are flat broke? And, you know, why is there such a divide? Now I'm not talking about why are there people like billionaires, like Trump and people like that. And there are people who are living under the, you know, living in the bus bus shelters and living under overpasses, you know, I mean, you know, the, 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 you know, the super poor people, you know, I'm talking about people that a year ago were doing okay, and now they're in trouble because, like, you know, maybe our business, you know, it's like everything's just disappeared. I mean, like, the things that we have done, that we've done every year, like, normally fourth quarter is a good quarter for us. I mean, we're in fourth quarter right now. We're, a, you know, almost a third into more fourth quarter, and yeah. business for us sucks. It does. And it's not necessarily just us. It's like, but but here's the weird thing. Television, they are making so much money off politicians right now. It isn't even funny. But yet radio, Yes, they are. I went through uh, all the different stations. You can go and doing this online. All you have to do is, if you don't believe me, this is super easy to do. The FCC's uh, made us all have what they call public uh, inspection file online. All you just do, I can tell you exactly how to do it. Go to your, just go to your, your web browser, whatever you use, and just type in FCC public inspection file. Click on that. Google will come up with it. It's almost always the first thing. Click on it. It'll take you to an FCC website. You type in the call letters of the station and all the stuff's there for you to look at. You look at, you know, we all just went through license renewal. And by the way, the Viper finally filed for license renewal. Um, and, Thank
0: you for mentioning that. <laughs> I was concerned.
1: Yeah, I know you were. So <laughs> They were only 14 days late, but that's a whole other story. Uh, uh-huh, move any, on. Anyway, um, what got me yesterday was we have advertising on this station from the St. Charles County Republican Central Committee, okay? And I appreciate their business. I truly do. But yet, we have talked to how many politicians? You and I spoke to three or four of them on Saturday, right? Yes. We we have no local politicians on this radio station. Now, the amazing thing is, I went and looked at KLPW, I went and looked at KFAV, and on their public inspection file, and, in, and unless they're not putting their stuff up, and nowadays you get your hand slapped by the FCC. If you don't have your, if, if like a politician is on your radio station and he starts today, if you don't have that paperwork up at least 24 hours after the ads start, that's the grace period they give. It's supposed to be up before the ads ever run, but they give you a 24-hour grace period. So if the ad's supposed to start today for a candidate XYZ, it has to be on the website tomorrow at the latest. Okay. I looked at, I even looked at one. There's no local advertisers for any of the state's uh, uh, Senate races, or state rep races, nothing. And even the ads that are running like, you know, uh, uh, the radio ads running for uh, uh, the big the big uh, uh, campaign or the big uh, election that everybody's watching is the second U.S. congressional district, which is essentially is West County Ann Wagner and Jill Shoup. There are tons of ads on the radio for Ann Wagner and Jill Shoup, but they're not by them. They're by these political action committees. that are essentially, That's true. They're just buying ads saying, you know, the, the ads for Jill Shoup are telling you how bad Ann Wagner is. And the ads for Ann Wagner tell you about how bad Jill Shoup is. And they're not from these people. They're from, and so the crazy thing is, everybody and their brother's buying television. Now, you and I go talk to people all the time. And I'm not here to just say, "Hey, it's radio. It's great. It's wonderful." I mean, but yet, radio has much more reach than television, and yet these people are like
0: buying TV, like it's crazy time. You and know, and they and it's not. It's it's they're they're forgetting the fact that this is a known truth that a, a person's choice in radio is a very personal decision. But the point people be- take their radio seriously.
1: But the point being is that. And you and I have experienced this firsthand. I've always said it for a long time. And you, you know what I'm talking about. You were there when you heard these politicians talking about, we need more. We need more yard signs and we need more Facebook. And I'm going like, hold on a minute now. Facebook. So these same politicians are telling you, at least the local ones, the guys running for reps and things like that. They're telling you do business local, do business local, do business local, and you're going to send money to Mark Zuckerberg in California? You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't get that. Uh, you know? I know. W- once again. Yeah, I do know. I, I don't understand it. And and not only that, I'm thinking to myself, okay. I have never in my life made a decision on who to vote for by seeing a yard sign or more recently looking at an ad on Facebook.
0: I mean, I've just never done it.
1: Now, I'm not Yeah, s- they
0: they've spent an enormous amount of money against Jill Shoup. Well, but,
1: but but see, but, but and, and vice versa. They spend enormous money money against Ann Wagner. But yet, once yeah, again... Yeah, but she's what? But those candidates she's are... She's
0: incumbent, isn't those, she?
1: Those, yeah, she's been there for a while. Those candidates are not spending... I mean, like the, the St. Charles County guys, St. Louis County guys,
0: they're not spending any money on radio.
1: And I'm thinking to myself, guys, you know, first off, radio works real well. And especially... You know, for campaigns, because if you get on, I mean, you know, you see yard sign. Mm. If you hear somebody like, for example, the guy we've got on that's doing the ads for the St. Charles County uh, Central Committee, uh, David Zucker. OK, yeah. first off, guy's got a great voice and he does a great ad. OK, love him or hate him. You know, what I mean, love or hate what he's talking about. If you're a Democrat, you don't like what he's saying. You don't like what he's saying about don't defund the police. And, you know, and you don't like what he's saying about Amendment 3. But you know what? Part of the reason that you don't like it is because it's personal. You hear you, hear him, you hear him say those words, and if you're against it, you're going to probably stay against it. But if you're for it, you're going like, I agree with everything he says. But yet, the whole idea behind it is there are some people, especially like with Amendment 3, that are going to go, you know, I don't really understand that. Maybe I'll take a look at more of that. And they might realize, you know, Amendment 3 is good. Or they might think Amendment 3 is bad. I mean, that's your choice. And same thing with like what David Zucker saying. I mean, you know, the crazy thing about it is in the St. Louis area, they've talked about this recently, you know, the defunding the police thing, the whole came out of the Black Lives Matter, you know, lie, you know rallies and the whole bit, okay? The city police right. department is already like 150 officers short, okay? They're already like, they don't even, you know, they, they're, they're 150 officers short. Okay, right now, if you had, if, let's say you had a son who was like, 19 or 20 and he came up to you and he said mom i'm thinking about becoming a police officer what would you tell him
0: i would say i'm so proud of you you would i would
1: you're one of the few because I think most moms just would like, say, just
0: like I tell Tiffany every day, when she was a medic down in North St. Louis, but, I'm very proud of you.
1: But once again, you're atypical. Most mothers, I think, would thank say. thank you, Brad. No, no, seriously, most mothers would say, no,
0: seriously, thank you.
1: Most mothers would say, oh, you, 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 you don't want to be a police officer. You could be killed, and you know there's all sorts of crazy stuff, and you know everybody's disrespecting the police now, and you know there's all these you know, crazy shootings where people walk up and just you know assassinate police officers, and there's cars one the other day. Did you see that one the other day in Minneapolis? Where the guy, the dash cam of the police car is going. The guy's in the alley checking something out. And some guy runs up to the police car with like and a throws
0: a, like a Molotov cocktail. Like in a there. burning
1: torch into the police car yes. and the car and the cop jumps out and the car becomes, you know, becomes a marshmallow. I'm going like, Okay, this is like out of control. You know, I mean, it's just yeah, out it's of pretty, control. Pretty
0: sad. You know,
1: I mean, you got to respect some authority. I know there are people, well, you know, the cops are bad. You know, maybe I'm biased. I worked for three years as a police dispatcher. You know, I get it. You know, I mean, I saw the other side of cops. I saw guys that, you know, and once again, I talked about this all the time. They all, oh, they're all biased. This is back in the day. One of the officers, I can still remember his name and I'm not going to say it on the air. He didn't hate black, black people. He didn't hate, you know, you know Asian people. He hated hippies. <laughs> He'd talk about pulling over cars of hippies all the time and giving them <laughs> crap and giving them a ticket, you know, just for looking at them the wrong way, you know, because he hated hippies. And you know what? We're always going to have people that have some kind of a bias and his, he didn't care if they were black hippies, white hippies, you know, Indian hippies, they were hippies. He didn't like hippies not because hip, he was a good old farm boy and he hated hippies, hated them. And if he saw them, if they, if they rolled the stop sign, they got a ticket. You know, if speed limit was 55 and they were doing 58, they got a ticket because they were hippies, you know, once again, that's just human nature. You know what I mean? And is it right? No, it's not right. It's wrong. But you know, by the same token, it's like, how are you gonna change that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Things make me things. I get upset about things
0: stuff. that make you go, hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Point Dexter thing, things, things that make me seven forty six. Things that make me say things like drawback two and punt. Yeah, that's <laughs> what things. That's what things, <laughs> was I said again? Seven forty six. What time is it again? Seven forty six. Oh, hold it. Joe Biden's coming out of out of out of out of his basement. Mr. Biden. Mr. Biden, yes, step right up to the microphone there. Yes. Okay, go ahead, talk. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down
0: so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again.
1: Our next president, seven forty six. Hey,
0: so proud. Brad. Oh, I'm on the air. Okay.
1: Westplex one hundred seven. Shelley, I'm on the phone here. Hold on a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah i i promise she'll be on the call stop oh, okay. it okay You're such a oh, shelly hold on a minute yeah okay any minute now shelly you got your you got your zoom ready i do jeffrey Tubin's calling in
0: okay he yeah. hasn't called me yet
1: oh well he's well, you know he, you haven't gotten didn't you get the link
0: no you didn't get the link no nope.
1: hey hey did 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 you send the link they said they sent the link shelly
0: well, I. Didn't I'm, get I'm it. talking
1: to Jeffrey Tubin's people right now. They want to make okay, sure. Okay, will
0: tell his people that I didn't get the link.
1: They don't care that I'm on the call. They want to make sure you're on the call because he's got something important he wants to show you.
0: <laughs> you're so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I think his,
1: I think his book tour, the anti-Trump. And once again, I'm looking for Trump's tweets this morning. I'm going like, okay, he hasn't said anything about Jeffrey Toobin yet. What's wrong with him? Come on! Where's the Where's the Trumpster that we love and in, in adore on Twitter? The guy that you know who tears everybody up on Twitter, no matter if they're right or wrong, he's tearing them up. Wait, where is that guy? I can't find him
0: yeah, anywhere. he's he's not, he's not on on. Uh, Up on this game.
1: Hold on a minute. Let me just search real. Donald Trump. There he is right there. Real Donald Trump. Uh, we'll be interviewed, Fox and Friends, 8 o'clock this morning. Thank you, Tucson. This is 13 hours ago. Um, 15 hours ago, we're heading for Tucson. See you in a while. Uh, da, 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 da. You know, I don't see it anywhere. Anything. And I'll be full Thank, you. Thank you, Arizona. Just arriving in Prescott. Uh, what if he's
0: going to be on the stations? A perfect uh, up strike there in, uh... for
1: American people. And... Uh,
0: Arizona. Oh my, hold on a minute. <laughs> what? Uh, there's, there's What?
1: Um, only, oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Okay. This okay. this is what's funny. <laughs> this is funny. Okay. <laughs> There's there's two back to back videos of 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 Donald of of people throwing first pitches at baseball games, and there's one of Trump, and I'm telling you, he literally he throws a perfect strike. It's right down the middle to the catcher. I don't know when this one. is. It, it doesn't look real old. It looks like maybe about ten years ago. And then there's the video of Doctor Fauci throwing out the first pitch, side by side. And, and essentially it's it's like I mean, it's like it's like <laughs> and, and he's got he's got <laughs> I'm sorry this is funny and if you have you ever seen this one where dr fauci throws out the first pitch no it, he throws it like halfway up the first baseline you know I mean literally I mean he wasn't within 30 feet of home plate so anyway okay so,
0: Do you feel better,
1: Jeffrey Tubin? Uh, yeah, Jeff. Is, oh, is that Jeffrey calling in? I hear that. Is that Jeffrey Tubin? Did you? Has he come up on your Zoom screen yet, Shelley?
0: No, he's not.
1: I, he wanted to make sure that you were going to watch this morning. So, okay.
0: Yeah. Well, why don't we just talk about him? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're so bad. And <laughs> Tiffany, actually, you know, my babe, she actually texted me and said, "I heard your show this morning on the way to work. You sounded great." <laughs>
1: Is she she listening to The Viper by mistake?
0: No. Oh, okay. (laughs) There is no difference. There is a huge difference between ourselves and The Viper.
1: Okay. Different
0: demographic.
1: Okay, so hold on a minute. Okay, Okay, so I see this video yesterday and I'm thinking to myself, this is the perfect movie for me. It's two minutes long and it's called Die Hard is Back. And it's a Quick little two-minute movie starring Bruce Willis. I remember he was in the original Die Hard movie and Die Hard two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, whatever they were. Okay, and yeah. it's a two-minute commercial for Advanced Auto Parts and CarQuest because they have now bought the Die Hard brand of battery. Oh, really? And it's really well done. It's a takeoff on him in the Die Hard movie where it starts out where he's trying to escape from all these guys who are trying to kill him and his car won't start. So he, he goes and he's like dodging you know bullets and cars and things like that. And he ends up at an advanced auto parts store and and buys a battery for his car. And then you know he realizes that that he oh you know he's actually he actually goes through the window of the of you know he smashes through the window of the of the auto parts store you know he gets up there's a lady behind the counter he says he needs a battery she gives him a die hard and then he realizes that the place is surrounded he can't get out so he climbs up through the roof and through a heating duct remember that was in the die hard the movie where he's climbing around the heating ducts and he gets out of the 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 uh, the uh, uh, you know the store and. He, and, and he yeah. jumps down, and he's and he's walking along, and the limousine pulls up, and it's the limousine driver from Die Hard, and it's the actual guy if you remember Aww. Die Hard, you know. And so, so then they're driving along, and they get hit by a Humvee, and he gets out, you know, and he's and and, and there's all sorts of stuff, you know, exploding and stuff like that, and he gets back to where his car is and as he's trying to put the battery in the car somebody fires at him and it hits the battery and breaks the bottom part of the battery out so he still goes and installs the battery in his car and it starts right up and i'm thinking to myself what a great and it's really well done and i'm going like god unbelievable now here's the problem i still i used to love to go to sears to buy their tools okay and so, yeah,
0: I did too, actually. Sears, I was kind of partial to Sears. I don't
1: quite get... Well, they're great because the tools were, were pretty darn good and they were guaranteed for life. So relied. were their clothes. You break, you break a wrench. I threw you, up
0: in Sears.
1: You threw Sears up in Sears? Clothes. You threw up in Sears?
0: No, I grew oh, up. on you
1: grew up, I was going to say, on Sears up. So that's that's they why they the closed. One. I
0: was kind of um, <laughs> oh, you know what? A chubby girl. Yeah. And they were the only ones that had cute clothes in my size. You
1: know, I remember that. I went to the store at Chesterfield, and the sign said, "We're closed because Shelly threw up in our store." I'm going, "Oh, okay. That well, that's why they closed."
0: <laughs> Ignore Brad. <laughs> I'm sorry. So
1: so here's the guy that buys Sears. And what does he do? He sells off all the important parts of it. Now, once again, that's probably how he made money. He sells off, you know, craftsman tools and he sells off, you know, now you go to the Lowe's, you get craftsman tools. You go to Napa, they got craftsman craftsman tools there. Ace Hardware Craftsman Tools, you know, and, you know, maybe that's better for him. I don't know. But it's sort of like, why would you tear a company apart like that? Why would you take the, the good parts of that company? Because everybody, you know, knew about diehard batteries because they had a very yeah. good advertising campaign. Everybody knew about Craftsman Tools and all the different things. And, like, now it's gone, you know? And it's just like, you know, every time I drive by the one there, if I'm going, like, on 40, and you can look over on 40 right there at Clarkson... You can see the, you know, you can see the Sears store closed. Yes, matter of fact, yes. I, I drove by there the other day. I'm thinking to myself, how sad is this? It was like a Saturday during the day. The, I guess it's the Monarch. I don't. It used to be called what the Chesterfield Fire Department. Now it's the Monarch Valley, whatever the hell they call themselves yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, um, is. they got their 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 big truck in the parking lot. You know, the big ladder truck, and they're practicing squirting water on stuff. You know, like for 50 feet in the air. And I'm going like, okay, once upon a time that parking lot was filled with cars customers and you know people that work there and now the parking lot's so empty the fire department's using it to practice putting out fires how sad is this and i told you i know you know and once again i don't get it why did you know and and like the diehard battery line what a great now you know i mean my father-in-law you know God rest his soul. My father-in-law one day when I first, well, he wasn't my father-in-law at the time. He was the father of the lady I was dating at the time before I got married. And one day I went to his house and he wanted to look at my engine in my car and, he, and I opened up the hood and I had a die-hard battery in there. And he says, he says that and two other batteries will get your car started every time. <laughs> Because <laughs> he hated die, he hated diehard batteries for whatever reason. I would, he says, the only way I'd put a diehard battery in my car is if I was taking it to the junkyard. <laughs> I'm
0: like, That's okay, funny. You. Although, you know, that much like my my stepdad Gordon, the one I call my pop, he would probably say the same thing.
1: He didn't like diehard batteries. No. Well, it's like Trump. You either love them or hate him. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, like, you know people who are car it's freaks. Die
0: hard batteries are very polarizing. You are absolutely correct on the analogy. Well,
1: I, you know, I mean, I used to have, have die hard batteries. And, and you know what? Car batteries, you're talking to a car guy here, okay? I got some cars that I put a battery in and I can drive them for 10 years. And I got other cars you put a battery in and then a year later it dies. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, you know, it's one of those things. It has to do with, you know, how, you know, well, how you use it. And, you know, believe it or not, it has to be with, how securely it's mounted in the car that's real important a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people just throw a battery in there they don't they don't you know they you know ah, i don't need to put that bolt in there to hold it down anymore it'll stay where it's <laughs> supposed to you know it <laughs> that bo- sounds
0: like something i would do it
1: bounces around in there and then you know the vibration kills batteries but anyway how do we get talking about that okay
0: i don't know are you going to fix my car by the way oh uh, no I'm, Either gonna that, fix- I'm gonna take it over to uh, salt river automotive
1: wow aren't you being nice well, I, I tell you what. What? Jeffrey Tubin is an expert at fixing cars. So he's going to zoom in Clearly. on a call for us. And we're going to do a, a, a Zoom chat with Jeffrey Tubin. And I'm going to. Have
0: you told everyone what the deal is? <laughs> All you got to
1: do is, uh, I'm telling you, I think this is so funny. I know people are going like, I can't believe he's saying that. I mean, here's this guy who's like Mr. You know, he's Mr. Attorney and he's Mr. Everything. And he hates Donald Trump and he's got this book out, you know. And once again, Donald Trump, how, how much... You know, what is going on with the Trumpster? I mean, normally he'd be all over this. He'd be tweeting about, yeah, yeah go out and buy that new book about me and how, you know, Jeffrey Tubin's saying I'm such a bad person and he's such a wonderful guy.
0: <laughs> you know? I do know.
1: You know, we always say it about in the radio business. Always be careful of open mics and in the TV business, always be careful that <laughs> the camera you think is off is on, right? Exactly. <laughs> and always look
0: around, know your surroundings right. and make sure nobody's living <laughs> you.
1: Right. <laughs> you know, and, uh, it's
0: like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey Toobin. Yeah, Okay. And it's really funny because I read this article last night that talked about that like, he's like their big political reporter on CNN and go, what are they going to do? Well, okay, think about it. Like, you know, Biden's disappeared. <laughs> They're
0: not going to zoom in, that's for sure.
1: And <laughs> now Tubin's disappeared, you know. So, you know, you know, Biden will still get elected, you know what I mean? So it'll be one of those things. Okay, we're done.
0: Okay, stick a fork in us, we're done. Yep, bye. Well, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsors for the BS in the Morning Show. Angie Harness with Keller Williams Realty West. Caleb Hunter with um, Salt River Automotive. Jeff Lang with the Jeff Lang Insurance Company, powered by AmFam excuse me, American Family, and Scott Ellinger with the Brass Rail. So thanks, guys, for supporting um, all of our BS. We appreciate you.
1: Okay, 805.